0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So Mother Devahuti heard about the devotional process of hearing and chanting. Then she also heard about the process of meditation. So these are positive ways of engaging the mind, are inspiring our own selves, Towards the devotional service of the Lord, towards that divine connection. And then there are all ki- kinds of people in this world. Some people just need to be shown that fear of punishment or shown the uh, more uh, scary side of life. Then they become serious about the goal of life. So, therefore, Mother Tebahuti requested Lord Kapila, my dear Lord. Please describe in detail the continual process of birth and death. For by hearing of such calamities, we may become detached from the activities of this material world. So in response, Lord Kapila described the movements of the living entities, that means all of us, the souls. And the results of uh, adverse fruitive activities, that means which are not conducive for our growth, for our happiness. He explained just as a mass of clouds cannot understand the powerful influence of the wind that carries it, so a person in material consciousness cannot understand how he is being carried by the powerful time factor. Whatever such a materialist produces with great pain and labor for the purpose of achieving so-called happiness is destroyed by the Supreme Lord as the time factor and thus he just goes on lamenting. Whatever we work hard for, with time, everything is taken away from him, from us. So such a person foolishly takes his body and bodily relations to be permanent. And whatever species he appears in, he becomes satisfied with that condition and thus is unwilling to give up his body even when in hell. This is the nature of the soul. Whichever species of life it gets into, it feels completely satisfied and thinks that there is nothing better than this. Just like we humans think that there is nothing better than this life. A hog is thinking there is nothing better than being a hog. A dog is thinking in a similar way. But people are more evolved. They know this is not the kind of life we are supposed to be living. There is higher standard of life. We are meant for a higher purpose. Living a life of complete bliss which is superior. So such satisfaction where the soul is finding uh, what the soul is finding in whatever species of life it is in it is due to a deep-rooted attraction for the body, family and the rest. Although burning with anxiety Lord Kapila says such a fool performs mischievous acts to maintain his family while keeping within his heart a hope that is never to be fulfilled. So a person gives his heart and senses to a a person of opposite sex who falsely charms him with illusion and thus he enjoys uh, the talks in a solitary place. And uh, uh, so Lord Kapila is going into great detail how a typical materialistic person leads his life. The attached householder is similarly enchanted by the sweet words of his small children and so he remains in family life which is full of politics and diplomacy. While trying to counteract the miseries of life he secures money by lying, cheating and sometimes committing violence. So although he employs his income in the service of his family the attached householder eats only a small portion of the food purchased and then goes to hell for those who he earned money by. For those who he earned money by sinful means. After suffering repeated failures in business, a man will finally beg, borrow, or steal money so that he can go on maintaining his family and social position. If unsuccessful, however, he always thinks of his failure and thus due to intense grief and anxiety. He becomes bereft of all beauty. He loses all charm. Upon seeing him unable to support them properly, a man's wife and other dependents do not treat him as respectfully as before, just as miserly farmers neglect their old and worn-out oxen. And yet all those who he formerly supported now neglectfully maintain him. The foolish family man does not become adverse to household life, Finally, after becoming deformed by the influence of old age, he prepares to meet his death. So he's describing the life of a typical materialistic person, what happens to him, how he acts. So while remaining at home and accepting whatever remnants of food are given to him in his old age, just like a pet dog, he becomes afflicted with numerous diseases. Due to loss of appetite, he can only eat a small morsel of food. And because of invalidity, he can no longer work. His eyes begin to bulge from their sockets. Because of the pressure of air from within, and because of the congestion of mucus, he has difficulty breathing and thus makes a peculiar sound while inhaling and exhaling. So he's talking about the moments before death. In this way, he finally comes under the clutches of death and so he lies down, surrounded by his lamenting relatives. Although he wants to impart some final instructions to his family members, he no longer has the power of speech and thus he dies a frustrated man, practically bereft of consciousness due to the great pain. At the time of death, he sees the Yamadutas wrathfully come before him and thus in great fear he passes stool and urine just as the police arrest a criminal. The Yamadutas, the messengers of Yamaraj, Dharamraj, the universal judge, take away a man who has engaged in sinful sense gratification and not done anything to contribute to spiritual culture. After binding him around the neck with a strong rope cover his subtle body so that he may undergo severe punishment so we have three types of bodies the gross body which you and I can see the subtle body which is made up of mind intelligence and ego these are three subtle elements and then the soul that means our real identity so when the person dies his gross body is left behind but the subtle body goes with the soul and this is that subtle body which the yamadutas bind And then take the soul to the presence of Yamaraj, in the presence of Yamaraj, for judgment. While being carried away by the Yamadutas, he trembles in their hands. And as he remembers the sinful activities of his past life, he becomes terribly distressed. Under the scorching sun, he has to pass along roads of hot sand, while forest fires rage on both sides. This is how the soul is taken away. Therefore, for 13 days, people keep praying back home, back at home for the easy journey of the soul that has passed away. They offer some food, they offer some water because on this path, there is none of these things that exist. So therefore, everything that we offer from here, especially the spiritual help when a person passes away, we should try to chant the Lord's names, hear or study Bhagavad. Uh, These are the two most important things that should be done. And that way the soul will be blessed and will be elevated also. Otherwise simply lamenting does not help. Simply performing rituals rituals does not help. One has to bring Mukunda, Lord Krishna, the giver of Mukti, into picture through his name and Katha. And these two things will elevate the soul wherever it might be. So on this path, when he is taken away, the soul, when the soul is sinful... While dogs continuously bite him, the Yamadutas whip his back when he becomes too tired to walk. Although greatly afflicted by hunger and thirst, the sinful person finds no drinking water or resting place along the road. Sometimes he falls unconscious. This is the path leading to Yamaloka. And even Garud Puran describes this and many people there have been many incidents where a person has come back to life after death and they have described a similar path they they had to traverse. So that means everything that is mentioned in the scriptures is the absolute truth. Sometimes he falls unconscious due to fatigue and yet he is forced by the Yamadutas to get up and continue walking but because of all his because all this is enacted on the subtle platform he passes 99000 yojanas in just 2 or 3 minutes this is the distance between yamaloka and our planet and yamaloka is located below towards the south one yojana is 8 miles after being brought into the presence of yamaraj the sinful person is immediately engaged in the torturous punishments he is destined to suffer he may be placed in the midst of burning wood so that his limbs are set on fire. He may have to eat his own flesh or have it eaten by other others. Dogs and vultures may tear out his intestines, although he remains alive to see it and snakes, scorpions, spiders or mosquitoes may torment him. Sometimes his limbs may be cut off or torn apart by elephants may be thrown from hilltops, confined within a cave or kept under water. And throughout all this the person keeps remembering the sinful activities he engaged in and he repents sincerely but it's too late now. So therefore as long as we have this body we we must learn to atone for the sins that we have committed, engage in the devotional service of the Lord and avoid forbidden things. Otherwise we'll have to suffer for it. Now you might ask if a person is going through such suffering he doesn't die no he doesn't because he's already dead so how is the person feeling the pain so there is special body which is called yatana sharir uh, which is given to the soul yatana sharir yatana means misery just to punish that sinful soul uh, is covered with a particular body called yatana sharir and the this sharir this body such that the pain of uh, torture punishment is uh, there but the person does not die even when the body is torn apart a bit immediately it gets back to its normal position again and continues to be torn apart and again the pain is experienced fully but the person does not die because that he's already dead so the experience of pain excruciating pain is there without and this happens again and again you're bitten by snakes scorpions you feel the pain but you won't die because if you die how will you experience that misery that you are destined to suffer therefore this is that special body given where a person experiences all the misery and continues to experience till his quota is over without dying so especially those persons whose lives were built around illicit sex, indulgence are put into very miserable conditions in the hells known as tamisra. Andh Tamisra and Raurava. After quitting his body, the sinful man goes to the darkest regions of hell. And the wealth he acquired by envying others is the passage money by which he leaves this world. After suffering in hell, one has to pass through the lower forms of life in a regular order so as to become purged of his sins and thus once again be reborn as a human being upon the earth. So once somebody misuses the human form of life, you will have to go through all the 84 species of life before being born as a human being again. So it is the rarest of rare opportunity. Use it to become liberated and that is possible by engaging in the devotional service of the Lord beginning with hearing which we are doing regularly and chanting His names: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare Certain fixed number of malas every day 1 mala is 108 and if you can do these two things you can begin with 3-4 malas and uh, spend some time hearing bhagavata or studying bhagavata and this way your life will become perfect and go on increasing the duration of these two activities. The goal should be to maximize, not to just do the least but do the best. So under the supervision of the Supreme Lord, according to his karma, a living entity is put into a particle of male semen and then injected into the mother's womb so that he can assume a particular type of body this is how the living entity comes to this world (coughs) so it is explained the living entity uh, comes to this world through the rains those raindrops they uh, nourish the crops so that goes into those crops and the crops when they're eaten by man they turn into that male energy which then goes into the woman's body the soul goes through that semen so this is how the souls journey take takes place so on the first night so this is something sonography is a very very recent 1977 it was invented but in the Bhagavad purana 5000 years ago uh, how the child grows within the mother's womb was already mentioned the whole process so the so I'm going to read it as it is. On the first night the semen and ovum mix and by the fifth day the mixture ferments into a bubble by the tenth day it develops into a small lump of flesh and at the end of one month the head is formed at the end of two months the fingers toes, hair, bones and skin appear as well as the nine outlets. Within four months the seven essential ingredients of the body come into being skin, blood, flesh, fat, bone, marrow and semen. At the end of five months hunger and thirst are felt and by the end of six months the fetus begins to move on the right side of the abdomen if, if a male and on the left side if a female so one doesn't need to even go through sonography here Bhagwat mentions so when the child starts moving by the end of six months if the the fetus moves uh, on the right side it's a male and on the left side it's a female clear so the fetus grows by receiving nutrition from the food and drink that the that are consumed by the mother and passed on through the umbilical cord all the while the child remains in an abominable place which is the breeding ground for all kinds of worms due to the presence of stool and urine since his tender body is bitten all over by these hungry worms the child suffers terribly and thus loses consciousness from moment to moment because the mother eats food that is too bitter, pungent, sour or salty the child suffers almost unbearable pain while placed within the Uh, belly and surrounded by the mother's intestines the child remains lying with his head turned toward his belly belly, so that his neck and back are arched like a bow and this you have seen in those uh, sonography images in this way he is caged without any freedom and is pushed downward by the ear that presses against him during the week prior to delivery If he is fortunate, the child is given an opportunity to remember all the troubles he had endured during his previous 100 births and thus he laments grievously. So having developed consciousness from the 7th month, 7th month the child becomes fully active, the child begins praying to the Lord with folded hands and you might think, How is that possible? But remember who is telling this? The Lord personally is telling. He knows everything inside and outside. Because it's a soul in the form of a fetus. The baby within the mother's womb. And conscious. So the child prays, My dear Lord, I am taking shelter of you, the Supreme Lord. Because you have put me into this miserable condition of life. It is not a very happy condition of life for the soul to go from one womb to another one lifetime to another every time the birth old age disease death and miseries all these miseries will continue this is not intelligence if we have the human form of life why not use it to become liberated and regain our original spiritual body forever so that we don't have to enter any more material womb any more experience of death or old age or disease can be avoided that is intelligence otherwise if we just focusing on enjoying our senses and uh, like animals do, other species also do and with no higher goal of self realization God realization there's no godly culture spiritual culture then definitely we are going to continue this cycle of transmigration of the soul and human life has been given to put an end to this cycle we don't belong here we are not the residents of this material world. we are the residents of the spiritual world And just to remind us of this, saints keep coming into our life again and again. There are scriptures the Lord personally incarnates into this world. But still we don't understand because we are so much under the influence of Maya. Therefore it is very important to take the shelter of a bona fide representative of Krishna, a Guru, that means, who can guide us, who can tell us, this is not right, this is not right, that is not right, this is wrong, go that way, don't go this way and do this, don't do that otherwise we will we'll keep on living our life the way we feel and think is right and we will go to hell and we will waste this human form of life and again continue in this transmigration process and go on suffering so this is not very intelligent so the child is praying because you have put me into this miserable condition I know you can also give me relief if you so desire because of forgetting my relationship with you O Lord I have been put under the control of the material nature forcing me to undergo a hard struggle for existence while on the path of repeated birth and death so <coughs> this where the child is praying and these prayers continue in the next podcast also but essentially this uh, must be contemplated again and again Can how we are just for some immediate pleasure we are putting our entire future in danger. This is not right. Therefore, let us become sincere and serious in our devotional service to Krishna, dedicate more and more time to his service, use our money, energy, resources to serve him. These are the only things that go with us and become our permanent assets and will become the saving grace. Hare Krishna